I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Well, that is correct. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast, and we're broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp headquarters here in wonderful New Hampshire, where the weather is a little breezy, a little chilly, not too bad. Not bad at all, actually. And so are the zombies. Joining me, as always, my co-host of Surviving Underground in a Secure Location to the North. I keep wanting to say things fast, and I'm not going to. It's the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. Howdy. It's been a long, long time, or at least it feels that way. You are still Lou Page, correct? Yes. You, you're still to the north? <laughs> I am. Well, that's good. That's good. So those things haven't changed too much, which is nice. Uh, we haven't talked in a long time. Um, that was my fault. My family decided to all have the zombie plague at once. That's kind of how it happens. Yeah, three Everybody. women, three women with um, bad sickness at once. It was no good <laughs> at I, all. I, 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 I feel your pain. I feel your pain. Uh, well, speaking of pain, pain <laughs> guarding the wall to the north, keeping the zombies out of the United States. It's none other than Ryan Murphy. You know, you'd be surprised how often I'm told you know nothing, Ryan Murphy. And I'm like, it's not my fault the Montreal Canadiens are kicking the Boston Bruins' ass. Uh, And by the time this show gets posted, one of us on this show is going to look like an idiot. (laughs) And it ain't going to be me. I didn't even bring it up. But now that you mention it, I hate you. Oh, I hate you too, Bob. Uh, You're not even a Canadian fan, are you? Yeah, of course I am. Oh, are you? Oh, okay. <laughs> this is uh, this is an interesting revelation. Sixty-one episodes later, I have to go. Uh, <laughs> I, I do. I can't be doing this. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Can I just say something? What? Yeah. I think I'm the only natural natural born Bostonian here, and I could give a shit less. <laughs> what now? Yeah. Is it, you just don't like hockey? Like. <laughs> I don't do sports. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Let me explain. It's funny. I had this conversation with like a, another diehards Bruins fan. Yeah, um, All right. I'm not a diehard Montreal fan. I just like them as a as a as a as a brand as a team. I don't know any of the players except for maybe the goalie because he helped Canada win uh, at the Olympics. But like, I don't know. I don't go much farther than that. I cheer for the brand, and I mean, most of the players on the Boston Bruins team look like assholes i mean let's face wow. it look you luchic guy he's like constantly making mouth off sounds and like looking like a goon i don't know i just i don't like him he i'm gonna looks bring mean. him over i'm gonna bring him over to your house and have you say that to his face well if if he comes over to my house and he appears to be the nicest guy ever then fine like then he is putting on a show for uh, for his hockey fans but like when i see him play hockey he looks like a mean son of a gun all, all I'm going to say about this topic mm-hmm. is um, if your goalie's dogs go missing again, it's not me. I swear. I swear. <laughs> that, that, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. Got this it. isn't a hockey podcast. No, but it should be. There no, should that's be not one. true. There should be a zombie hockey podcast. That would be awesome. That'd be weird. Zombie hockey would be fun. Yeah. 
that we should make a movie, guys. <laughs> well, it makes sure. Is there a rule on the internet for zombie-related content? Like rule thirty-five is is there's always zombie content, no matter what the genre. Yeah, there's probably some sort of. I don't know if it's rule thirty-five or not. Well, I just know it's not rule thirty-four. I mean, don't Google that, folks. <laughs> rule thirty-four means there's some news to talk about this week, and we're gonna jump right in. Sweet. Has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Hey, Lou. Hi, Bob. Do you know what the cutest dog in the world is? <laughs> um, I think his name is Stanley. His name is Stanley, and he is a corgi. And there's a video out on io9 about a, a short little animation about a dog trying to find his owner and give him his shoe back during a zombie apocalypse. I got to tell you, it's an animation, but I still want a corgi. That's simple, simple enough. I've watched this video now at least a dozen times, and it never gets old. It's a really cool, it's like a four-minute just short animation, right? It's like what? It is four minutes, right? Yeah. And it's, it's just the story of a dog. And his owner gets taken or gets separated. And uh, the dog has his shoe, which glows, which I think is awesome. I want shoes that glow like that. And uh, he goes on a ver- journey trying to find him. Ryan, do you is think it... your dog Zoe would do that? Um, I don't know. Not yet. I don't think the bond is quite there. Like I feel as though Zoe would drop me like like a hot potato if she saw like a hot potato. She'd <laughs> probably go for that hot potato. Um, but... <laughs> In this short, I really got the sense that, um, A, this kid's mom could care less about this dog, which Apparently. is probably yeah. why the dog could care less about the mother. Uh, <laughs> and, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Uh, and also, you know, it's that special bond between, you know, uh, person and dog. And it this video was so good. It's short, rather. It's, it's yeah. really good. And it's impressive because... Almost the entire video is without any voice. Right, yeah. Acting until like the very end. And there's like four lines of dialogue, like the whole thing. And it's just, it's so well done and it tells such a good story with so little words. Yeah. It's really impressive. That's the thing that I like the most about it is like you're taking this video and you're in the dog's perspective. Like at first I was like, I'm going to watch four minutes of a dog running away from zombies. <laughs> and then I was like, I want more. <laughs> I need yeah. more. Like especially with the ending there, where um, I, I we, we don't really have to worry about spoilers on a four minute animation, right? <laughs> like uh, I don't think nervous. so. I, I don't. Well, I mean, I, don't I think was so. almost a little upset at first because like the very end scene where the Stanley finally you know finds him, gives him his shoe, they strap it on, and then they sit there for a second as zombies start to break in. I'm like, oh my god, are they gonna die <laughs> together? <laughs> what is this Walking Dead? Why is it so dark? That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, this can't be dark. The whole thing has been kind of in the middle of being dark and actually being kind of uplifting. Yeah. Don't and let it end on a dark note, and it doesn't. So you were worried about it, too. You were yeah. kind of like, oh, God. <laughs> like, I was like, if this ends on a dark note, I'm never watching it again. And then it ends on a happy <laughs> note. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it again. We don't know necessarily that it's a happy note. Well, well they, they escaped out of a door. Who knows what's beyond that door? More zombies. Chapter 2. No, this is this is a really cool little short video, and it's really well done. Like the animation's really fun. the The zombies in there are pretty fun too to watch, and you know it's it's a different type of animation. We were talking pre-show about 
when we watched that other one with with the real dogs. Mm-hmm. And there's got to be more dog zombie related content out there. There's not enough of it. Did you guys see? First off, this this is made by a third year Cal Arts student, John Cody Kim, which is pretty fantastic that yeah. this guy is uh, is getting his work covered by Io9. Um, but I guess he's 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 a bit of a fan of Corey's if you look at his other videos. But also, did you notice the Canadian hockey player? <laughs> Not yes. the Montreal Canadiens, but he had a, a maple, a, clearly a maple leaf on his jersey, and I thought that was interesting. I don't know, yeah. uh, you know, where it's set or whatever. But I'm uh, assuming Canada. Well, it's funny just to see like a fully suited up hockey player. I mean, <laughs> I think that was the only out of place like sort of character. Although like. The animal control people in this had their like nets all tangled around them. That was a bit fishy, but fishy. <laughs> That's fine. It was really good though. This is uh, we posted it to our our, uh, our account so people can get a head start on it. But it's definitely one to watch. It's even yeah. even if you're not a big fan of zombies, I mean, again, it's one of those pieces that uh, that sort of puts zombies in the background. And it's really more about you know the the. Uh, antagonists could be anything in this video but it's it's solely about the relationship between dog and man yeah definitely it's a four minute video we'll have the link to the show notes too as well as ryan said it's on our social media so give this uh give this artist a little feedback and let them know that you appreciate the video maybe we'll get more Ooh, maybe i love it when that happens i love more speaking of more there's a british tv show in the middle of season two right now called in the flesh and uh, we were a little late on this. If we had done shows properly, we would have been able to talk about the trailer for season two before season two came out. Say what? But as it stands, <laughs> season two's already out. Um, this show is a British show, and I don't think either of you guys have seen it, right? Nope. No, but I want to. I remember we covered it uh, when season one was starting. And, yeah, we uh, covered. Yeah, we we covered the trailer for season one, and we were interested, but it never aired anywhere here in the United States, and it was hard to find. So, which is funny. Like, I guess it's not as popular. Like Sherlock, when it came out, was all over everywhere. everywhere. It's like iTunes, Netflix, uh, you know, BBC America, yeah. BBC One. It's everywhere. But this in the Flesh series has just it's it's on the BBC site. It's on. It's premiered on BBC America. Yeah. But it's nowhere else to be found. Like it's I can't, not, even, I couldn't I'm, even watch the trailer. Like, I'm really surprised Sci-Fi hasn't picked it up here. In yeah, or, that's that's a real surprising thing. Is Sci-Fi is usually pretty good at picking up. It's not, I, from what I understand, it's it's a really good hit over there. But it's also not one of their bigger hits. You know, right? So it's got loyal, loyal fans, but not a, a ton of loyal fans. Is how it kind of is how I was kind of explained to by it but it's a it's an interesting series that takes the concept of zombies in a whole new light so to speak you know you have people that are kind of half dead but half alive so they're kind of in between being a zombie and being a human Mm -hmm. Um, they're still outcasted from general society and the whole first season was kind of the whole setup where you had certain characters that were wanted to be good wanted to be bad like these zombies you know, it really made it for, you know, I, I remember like watching the first season, it showed a zombie replaying what he did as a zombie in his head where he killed someone, but they're trying to tell him, they give him medicine and injections so that he's kind of more human than zombie. Mm-hmm. The whole first season was a lot of story like that, more story than action, really. 
like a slow start, but the second season already, if you can tell from the trailer, a lot more action and a lot more zombie outbreak from what it looks like. Interesting. So it's it's nice to see that they're doing something different with the genre besides, you know, apocalypse scenario. Uh, although yeah. theoretically, if it is if it is sort of the zombie uprising in season two, it could head that way. I think it's an it's a different type of uprising though. Whereas like where zombie uprising in like say The Walking Dead uh-huh. is all just pure chaos. There's this disease and we can't control it. And this it's zombies are sick of being treated like outcasts even though they're not. You know what I mean? So it's a more of a general So it's more about rights than about taking over the world. It seems that way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's neat. That's a really see we, there is other ways to do zombie content, and we can. Uh, it's, a politi- say, it's a political drama with zombies. Love it! I've always said that's what House of Cards could use. Yeah, zombies. Spacey yeah. is a zombie. I love it. Call of Duty the, might give us that. <laughs> breaking the wall. Before, yeah, right. uh, <laughs> before House of Cards, but yeah, man, it's a good show too. But yeah, no, it's if you guys can get your hands on it one way or another it it is definitely worth a watch it's kind of got me hooked i watched a few episodes kind of got a little drawn in towards the end of the first season i was like wow this show's getting in you know getting pretty good and then i just watched season two episode one and it was it was pretty intense it was good i'm, I'm liking where the show's going is this anyway. a show we should watch and cover uh, this might be more of a, a question for the listeners but is this a show that you guys want us to watch and cover on the show, uh, maybe not really as an episode to episode basis, but on a season basis, we'll definitely have to catch up. But is it worth? Is it having watched a couple episodes, Bob? Is it worth a discussion, or is it just really kind of calm and laid back? There's there's definitely room for discussion. Are you asking me or the listeners? I'll I listeners switched answer. three or four let's times. Just, let's just wait for them to answer. All right. <laughs> He's asking for both. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I I guess uh, I'm just curious because if it's like. If it's it's they're ninety minute episodes, right? Yeah, you could talk about them, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't be like Walking Dead talk. I don't know if there'd be really. We could just talk about what happened. We could not, do impressions, like, I guess. We you know it doesn't necessarily have to be a breakdown, but I don't know. I'm just uh, I'm interested in seeing. It sounds like it's very different. Um, it's very different. It's fun to watch, that's for sure. But I we'll see if the, any listener feedback comes in. They want us to cover the show. Okay, cool. and we'll go from there. How's that sound? Sounds perfect, Bob. You know what else sounds perfect? What? Uh, maybe a, a certain bill, a law in Florida. <clears throat> yeah. So um, there might be a zombie bill in Florida. Makes sense. It makes it's sense. Florida. Of course there's a zombie bill. <laughs> it's freaking Florida, man. <laughs> <laughs> they don't Florida. do any justice. <laughs> no, but really, there's um, there's a bill um, that is going to... It's not really a zombie bill. Okay. <clears throat> They're talking about changing the name of a certain bill, which is described as an act related to carrying a concealed weapon or firearm mm-hmm. during a mandatory evacuation while under a declared state of emergency. Makes sense. It does. So, go ahead, Lou. I was going to say... Can I just say that I, I I think in the grand scheme of what's been going on in this country, and I'm not a huge – I'm actually a big proponent for guns. I don't think that we should be taking them away. But it seems like a really dumb 
bill that the bill's purpose right. is that during an emergency evacuation, when people are lining up at pumps to fill up their gas tanks or fight over food, we're going to let them carry firearms. Well, yeah. I never well, thought about it that way. That is dangerous. <laughs> the big problem is, though, too, is, you know, what's happening now is there's criminal prosecution for anyone that's carrying a concealed firearm under the conditions. So like you said, Lou, if you go, if there's a state of emergency in Florida right now and you have a, you have a, you know, a handgun and something happens where you're in a, a wrestling match for the last case of Mountain Dew, because that's what you need to survive is Mountain Dew. If we've learned anything yeah, right. from Halo 2, it's definitely you the can, Mountain Dew. You can be criminally prosecuted for having that firearm. Which doesn't, which isn't, I mean, I get it, you want to be safe, but at the same time, you need to be safe, so where do you draw the line? But the point of this story is, they're talking about changing the bill to be renamed an act relating to the zombie apocalypse. Uh, this is never going to happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen, but in a, in, a, in a clever, we don't normally talk politics, the original bill was filed by a Republican and a Democrat wants to change to this to the zombie apocalypse bill. Yeah, it's and it, it's awesome. It's just awesome that it's a an actual idea and that it was actually brought up and proposed to be changed to. Now the guy, uh, his name is um, what is it, Senator Bullard? I think he's a Democrat, like Lou said. Yeah, he's got um, all sorts of time to you know just say I, I changed my mind. I'm just kidding, kind of thing. But the fact that he actually brought it up makes me extremely happy. It, it it seems to me more like he's changed the name so that he can ramrod the bill into a trash bin. Absolutely weird. <laughs> so why? So you think he just did this to to get rid of it? It's sabotage. That's In, my yes. theory. I mean, I've learned everything about bills from that one infomercial with the singing newspaper and uh, House mm, of Cards. Yeah. So I mean, that makes sense. I could see uh, Frank Underwood yeah. doing something like this. But yeah, you're right. It's kind of a bad thing to encourage people to not encourage but allow them to feel I don't know. I mean, I'm all for I'm not really all for guns at all. I think I think it's dumb to carry a cannon in your pocket, but I mean, yeah, anyways, but Is I that just a cannon in your pocket. <laughs> no, um, it's a gun. <laughs> so, I don't know. Well, well, here's the thing too. How ironic would it be if this whole thing passes, right? Florida hit with a zombie apocalypse moments afterwards. <laughs> Kick in the face. Yeah, well, I guess that would make they, us look pretty bad. They are the state that they seem seems to have the most, uh, what's it called, uh, bath salts. So. Oh, God, you remember that? Uh, that was the craze for a while there. But that's how movies start, you know? Like some stupid bill happens, then all of a sudden real life, you know? So this could be this could be how it all starts, guys. I know I say that whenever I read a news article, but it'll hey, be Florida. one of these I, days you're going to be right, right? Uh, there's only one constant I'm sure of. It's going to start in Florida for some reason. Well, it makes everything sense. starts in Florida. Yeah, where it doesn't start is up in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Is that where Calgary is? Yes, in Alberta. Alberta. Ten minutes down the road from where you live. Mm, I wish. Then I would go to <laughs> Alberta all the time. Wait. So there is so there's a real life Calgary zombie apocalypse. Sounds like Calgary needs the bill from Florida. No, no, no. Calgary's just preparing for what Florida isn't. <laughs> That's true. Um, there's a video out there that some of us can't watch. 
<laughs> but we're going to talk about it anyway. And uh, I'll let Ryan kind of kick this one off because he's the resident Canadian. I'm well, just going to play Hearthstone while you talk. You're going to play Hearthstone? Don't I'm play sorry. Hearthstone. I'm just kidding. Um, this is interesting. This is, uh, you know, we've covered stories like this before where uh, there's a live action zombie related event going on. I think this is the most um, in depth coverage of a, of, a, of a mainstream news site covering one of these events. And. Also, one of the more serious events that I've seen, like, the zombies are wearing, like, masks to sort of denote that they are zombies, and then uh, this news reporter is is living in with these survivors as they explain <laughs> the live-action game they're playing, they explain the, uh, uh, you know, the mechanics of the game, and how, like, all the actors are real people in their real positions, so, like... If they're military in the game, then they're military in real life. Mm-hmm. It's just really cool. So the, this is this is a live action zombie game. Yes, it's going to be a battle against zombies. Yes. Yeah. So there's going to be people versus zombies. Yes, yeah, so and then people versus people as well. Exactly. With real guns. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay, I'm just kidding. This I'm is Canada, kidding. after all. No, it's a uh, they're real maple syrup. Maybe. Uh, they did mention Canada, lunch break. Of course, it's real maple syrup. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not. It's not close enough to Ontario and Quebec to be real maple syrup. But I mean, that's uh, semantics. We'll hey, get that. Yeah. That's for a different podcast. Of course, a very different podcast. Um, no, it's. It was just really interesting, and and I was worried that you know the news outlet wouldn't take it very seriously, and uh, you know I think. I think they did. They did. They did it. They did it justice. They did it justice. I mean, they weren't totally like some. Every time the uh, the voiceover would start, and then I made my way back to the canteen where we were protected from zombies. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, come on, dude. (laughs) But it was it was well enough for like a mainstream uh, news outlet, and uh, I don't know if it's gated to be only accessible in Canada. But Lou, you were able to watch it, right? I was, uh, and it was really interesting. The rules to the game seemed like you'd have to take a class before yeah. you play the game to kind of understand what the hell it is you're doing. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it's pretty in depth, and it, it's just interesting because it, it, it sort of came off like one of the instances where it kind of feels very uh, zombie apocalypse ish, or even like Walking Dead style. Is that there were two uh, survivors, sort of like trying to patch another survivor up and then out of nowhere a zombie comes through one of the doors and bites one of the survivors right not literally but like grabs him it's like okay now you've been turned and then the other guy beside him is just like well kill the zombie kill the survivor (laughs) it's just it's really neat because it seems like just like in the real zombie world apocalypse you're it there's no safety you know danger around every corner kind of thing it's really cool i'm I want to see the video. <laughs> um, no, you uh, should see the video. Yeah, keep trying. I'll just I'll just keep reloading here. No, um, it sounds pretty interesting. I I love lately all the live action zombie role playing. You know, it's it's cool. I as long as no one gets hurt, I'm happy with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 rules were so tight with this game. You weren't even really shooting anything at people. It was just toy guns, and it seemed like they had rules by, by the – there were rules to, as to how those guns actually worked. Yeah. Well, the only, as far as I get in this video, just to let you know, is something 
something about a Renee's salad dressing that looks absolutely delicious. I don't know what it is, but it looks like it's supposed to be fresh, and I'm excited. Yeah. Well, maybe next time. Is that what the clip time. was about? <laughs> no, there was no salad dressing. All right. Well, we have something else to talk about, but we're going to make sure we talk about it for a while. It's our topic of the week. Zombie topic of the week. I feel like we need a new bumper for that. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. Get to work on that. I'm working on it. So we have one more article that we came out that we instead of talking about in the news, we're going to spend some time talking about it for a little while here. And is an it's an article on the Escapist magazine, which you can find at escapistmagazine.com, and it is by a guy named Devin Sagliani, apparently one of the newer columnists there who does a lot of um, horror writing for them. And by a lot, I mean two articles, but I'm he's going to be doing a lot of horror writing, and uh, he yeah. wrote an article called. Um, Undead Awakening, Why Zombies Are More Popular Than Ever. Mm-hmm. This is a really good article, and it's a question that we have asked ourselves uh, every so often on yeah. this podcast because, you know, we cover a lot of, uh, you know, goofy news of real-world sort of like zombie use or zombie metaphor, uh, and then other times we're covering like, TV, like popular TV like Walking Dead and, and popular movies like World War Z. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting to see him sort of delve into the question and not just say it's popular. Like my reasoning, it's popular because there's good content out there, which is just part of the reason, right? It's yeah. a small part of the reason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, According I, to this I, guy's argument. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I like about his article is he's, he states, of course, zombies are popular because you have Brad Pitt or Daryl Dixon, you know, um, the heartthrobs of television and movie. But uh, it, it's very – he says there's, a, there's also a need behind that, right? Like we, there's a reason why we want more zombie content other than these crazy TV shows and movies. He's right, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of the reason why they've become so popular. And one of the things he talks about is the fear, right? Right. Like the fear of all sorts of things, not being able to control something, you know, the future. I mean, what are your thoughts on that, Lou, as far as the reason we love zombies? I've heard it explained that, you know, our society as it is today is a fragile ecosystem. And think about it if all the power got turned off. Right. Zombies are that. They're the power switch. Everything's been turned off. Why? Zombies. And it changes the world as we know it. Think about right. what you do on an everyday given basis. There's traffic lights. There's no traffic lights. Who stops at the? Who stops at a four-way intersection? Nobody. Right. Chaos would. Our entire lives revolve around the idea of power. Mm. If you change that and throw in a hazard like zombies, the entire world changes. So we need to be in control, is what you're saying. Like we need yes. to have that sustainability of control. And the fact that there's something out there that can make us lose it really interests us and catches our curiosity. Yeah. And zombies are that one of the probably the like what the penultimate kind of <clears throat> thing, you know? It's the easiest way to explain it. True. Yeah. It's also probably one of the scariest, right? Because not only I mean, you have your end of the world scenarios, like where, you know, a, an asteroid hits Earth or whatever, but then you have the fear through zombies of 
you know, I'm not even, not only am I going to lose normalcy in my life, but I'm also going to have to watch my loved ones die and come back and that kind of thing. Ryan, what do you think about that? I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, this is an interesting article just based on the fact that it it starts off with the argument that, that media is, is the reason and then delves yeah. into the reasons you guys are talking about in the sense that it's a, it allows us to explore our deepest fears of the apocalypse like my iPhone not being able to turn on or well the other thing too is is these things mm, happen in cycles true yeah. um you have to remember that the popularity of the original night of the living dead uh, was what 30 30 years ago 40 years ago mhm mm-hmm. and that was popular for a while and there was a brash of zombie films afterwards and then they started to die down and then in the 80s there was a brash of zombie films more tongue in cheek but much, there was yeah. an but there was another rash of them and the mid 90s well mid to late 90s there was another brash of films and now it seems like it's hit tv it yeah. comes in cycles and i'm sure that it will start to die down i hope not it'll yeah. it gives us content for the show yeah, yeah but, we need the show to go go on forever but, but uh, it, it has to do with I think politics, um, fear of what's going on. I mean, the economy has had issues, and what mm-hmm. are people what are people worrying about? They're worrying about paying their bills and keeping things alive. And seeing something like zombies wandering down the street, it makes your your problems in your life seem really small. Yeah, I, yeah. that's a that's a good reason. I, I like his argument that uh, that the the apocalypse in general is also you know gives people a chance for that uh, fresh start you know like it's really easy to have a fresh start when you've yeah. lost everything um I, I wouldn't go i would never wish to lose everything just to have a fresh start i mean but it's it's very easy to wipe the slate clean when you mm-hmm. had it wiped for you you know exactly and i'm sure there are people out there that pray and wish for it every single day and uh that's probably part of the reason and you know, this article also talks about our mob mentality as people, as a society, and our our need for mindless blood and gore. So, like, kind of that deep, dark inside yourself that you don't want to admit exists, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that need of, like, you know, every now and then you need to see, like, you watch it on TV and it feels good to watch it, right? You don't want to admit it, but it does. So, is that something, too? The, there's, is there something there to that, you think, Lou, where... We have it. Well, I, I, we have I this think that inside of us. Oh, I think that there's a little bit of that inside everybody. I mean, right, a lot in Ryan, but hmm. but I I do. I mean, when disasters strike, what's the first thing that happens? Chaos in the streets, riots break out. You know, Looters. carnage happens. That's how I got my new TV. <laughs> you say that now. <laughs> That's how I got my new TV two years from now. Ooh. Zombie apocalypse hits. You've heard of your first. Now, uh, that's a good point. Um, you know, when when shit hits the fan, uh, it's human tendency to throw more shit at the fan. For some, well, we reason. have we have that that um, the yearning, you know, or in the article it says that appetite for destruction. We all we all kind of have that inside ourselves, and a zombie apocalypse is the perfect way to get that aggression out without being judged. <laughs> really, when you think about it, I mean you. You're you're supposed to go around, you know, killing all these undead people. 
Well, and yeah. I some mean, people probably just want that to feel good, you know? Like, how many times on this show in prior episodes when we have, like, when we had dead decisions and we've had listener questions come in about about scenarios and stuff, how many times have we theoretically killed each other as zombies? Not not That's, even theoretically. How every many time times, we could. <laughs> how many times have we killed each other in Left 4 Dead and we weren't even zombies? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, it's a sore spot. It's on YouTube and I'm continuously reminded. Can I just say, I think there's a reason why I'm the one that always lives through those stupid games. because no one wants to hurt Lou. <laughs> I know. I see He's Lou so like, sweet. Go, Lou. Go, I'll shoot Ryan. Um, I'll, he'll slow us down. <laughs> yeah, well, here I am, the Canadian, just uh, just slowing everyone down. So my, my big thing too, and uh, you know, you don't want to dwell on this for too long, but Really, you know, Lou, you talk cycles, like everything happens in cycles. Do you really think that zombies are going to eventually die down? I mean, we're going to find there's going to be an end to The Walking Dead. There's going to be an end to In the Flesh. There's going to be a span of time where there's no movies about zombies out. But do you think the popularity of zombies through video games, movies, TV, books is really going to die down? Or do you think it'll take a steady... I think we'll see a decrease. I don't think it will go away. Uh, zombie movies never go away, but you'll see a decrease where the popularity starts to diminish. And then in four or five years, they'll pick right back up again. That seems to be what happens. Yeah. I mean, my argument for that is that uh, I think The Walking Dead sort of stands on its own because it's just really good content. And I mean, the zombies have uh, a lot to do with it, but... Not so much that it's using the zombie genre as a crutch. I mean, you look at uh, some of the films that come out and and, uh, mainly the B-horror, not even B-horror, but the (laughs) Z-horror type stuff that's like literally the only thing it has going for it. Like Stalled, for example. The only thing it had going for it is that there were zombies in it. Right. You know, you remove the fact that zombies are popular because of the reasons we've been discussing, that movie becomes much, much worse. You know? But do you think... Let's let's ask this question before we get out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that we're at a peak of zombie popularity, or do you think do you think we can go further with this? Because right now you have an average of twelve million people watching The Walking Dead. Do you think any of those twelve million people are now obsessed with zombies because of the show? And we'll co- kind of go through everything kind of zombie related, whether it be a video game mm-hmm. or some sort of movie no. that comes out with zombies. Yeah, I think we're at peak. Yeah, you think we're peaked I, right now? I agree with yeah. Lou. And, and it's mainly due to the fact that I think the 12 million people that are enjoying Walking Dead on a weekly basis are peop- – are, a majority of those are people who are enjoying it because it's good content and zombies just happen to be into it. And I don't – I think a minority – or well, a, probably a good portion of them are also just hardcore zombie fans. And they watch it because it's good content and because it has zombies in it. And they go off and they buy the books. They – they right. watch other movies. They start podcasts. They play video games. Are you talking um, about us? Mm, yeah, I mean, really, like I'm. I wasn't a big like. I'll be honest. I wasn't a big zombie fan until Walking Dead. You know, that, that is one of the reasons why we wanted you on the show. Yeah. Uh, well, so yeah. They, because not everybody needs to be constantly involved in the genre that right. we're talking about. Exactly. And that it, being it's nice to have a different perspective. Yeah. Right. And I'm I can tell you right now that if Walking Dead were uh canceled uh or, you know, suddenly got really shitty and then we stopped watching it, I would still be a zombie fan 
because I'm right. one of those guys who was pulled in because, or you know, people rather, uh, who was pulled in because of The Walking Dead, but stayed for all the other good stuff, whether it is another AAA movie slash TV product or some campy, just fun to watch zombie film. Like I, we gave Stall a hard time. We gave um, that uh, Survival of Dead a hard time. But it's it still hit like the right you know notes as a zombie fan. Like there's zombies in it. There's there's uh, there's eating, there's shooting. There's like crappy dialogue, but it's there's it's just eating. It, it makes you smile. You know, it's good stuff. There's there, eating. There, well, eating the zombies eating people. Does that not make sense? <laughs> Guess not. I'm on my own on this one, boys. Yes, you are. <laughs> Uh, well, you know what? You guys say you might be right. We might be at the peak, but I have a feeling this peak is probably going to last for quite a while. And, you know, chances are things will die down. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, like Lou said, they'll pick back up and, you know, we'll go from there. Yeah. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. I think, I, I think, think we're going to be riding this way for quite a while. I mean, I was a little worried than Resident when Resident Evil kind of took a bit of a trip, but, uh, well, you know, don't forget there was a point in time where all of us were pretty not concerned, but a little concerned, I guess, about The Walking Dead, the TV show that we all come to adore. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, we have had some rough seasons where we said, oh, man, what's going on? We've had crew leave. Is the show going to be the same? Is it going to get renewed? That kind of thing. So, Yeah, and I think it just goes to show that when you have the right people making the right product, you can get a really cool and and uh, interesting you know, result. And I hope that Capcom does the same thing with Resident Evil. And I hope that, you know, insert once fledging, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> uh, media or uh, what does the word property, it gets renewed again with, with that same sort of intensity that we saw with The Walking Dead. Yeah. Well, you definitely, like you said, you need real cool people to make real cool products. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which. <laughs> I gave you that one. You're you welcome, threw, Bob. You threw, that was a layup. Just whoosh. That Swish was like it. the Boston Bruins scoring Carey Price tomorrow. Just whoosh. Yeah, well, they haven't right done in it in a while, so I, I would hope that you'd choose a better analogy. Slashloot.com. <laughs> <laughs> you can go there for all your Zombies A My Podcast t-shirt needs. We have all sorts of sizes, all the way from little tiny babies to giant 3XL. Little, t- <laughs> little tiny babies. That's little in the drop-down, by the way. Little tiny it's, babies. It's somewhere in there. It's... Uh, I don't I don't see it now, but I swear it was in there. It was in there <clears> three before. different colors. Ash, white, black, all all those three wonderful colors with the glorious artwork from the podcast done by the one and only Joel Duggan. Mm-hmm. The shirt rocks. Go to slashloot.com, search for it under podcasts, or just click the link on our website and you can rock your own zombies at my podcast t shirt and be one of us. One of us. One of us. Mm-hmm. All right, Ryan, why don't you tell people where to find us when we're not talking about our T-shirts? For sure. So go to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. Send us an email, and you could have your content read on the show, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, plus one us on Google+, and subscribe on YouTube. You'll find all the links for that fun stuff on our website. If you want to follow uh, the co-hosts, the hosts of the show on Twitter, I'm at R. Murphy. Lou's at the Busy Zombie Lord. At, or no, he's just at Busy Zombie Lord. I don't know why I, I, I throw the the in there. 
Uh, and Bob is at Bobbert F. <laughs> it's, it's the Bobbert F. Oh, sorry. The no, I'm just Bobbert kidding. F. It's not. It's not. Oh, okay. No, it's just Bobbert F. Uh, and a quick shout out to Joel Duggan, as uh, Bob mentioned. He is behind the lovely artwork for Zombies Ate My Podcast, which you will find uh, on your iTunes player and uh, also the website. Uh, quick plug next week, Bob. Want to give a little hint to the listeners as to what might be happening? Uh, well, next week we're going to have a, a, a small-time guest. Yeah, I mean, you uh, might have heard of him. We won't <clears throat> spoil it here, you know, just be scheduling things just in case. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you you probably heard of a few of his shows, and if you listen to podcasts, more than likely you've listened to one of his. It's no Stone Cold deal. Steve Austin. Steve Austin. Yep. It is, uh, we are getting Adam Carolla on the show. Whoa. Adam, uh, wait just a confirmed. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. It's not Adam Carolla. Leo Laporte. Drabo! <laughs> Zombies! No, next week we are going to have uh, an awesome guest on the show to actually kind of go over and recap uh, his thoughts or her thoughts. We're not spoiling it here. Um, on their, on Walking Dead Season 4 and uh, kind of like what we did with Brian Ibbett from Coverville. Mm. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. So definitely stay tuned for next week's episode. And uh, it's going to be a blasty. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so uh, much fun. I can't wait. <laughs> well, you're going to have to. <laughs> Damn it. No. <laughs> Probably, I don't know, one more week. Maybe less, depending on when you listen to this. Mm. I'm on the show. Am I supposed to listen to it after? You don't have to. Incoming bad zombie joke. Wait, I thought that was the bad zombie joke. Nope. Oh. This is. <clears throat> hey, Lou. <laughs> can't even say this what was that? <laughs> can't even do this one. All right. <clears throat> Why? <laughs> okay, hold on. <sighs> Serious face. Why was the zombie excited to see the optometrist? <laughs> this one's so bad. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I can't say it. <clears throat> Because they had a sale on two-for-one frames. <laughs> Man. That was almost as bad as how the Bruins played last night. That's not even oh. You're lucky I can't like <laughs> two-for-one frames. <laughs> <laughs>